7.15, time for us to have our weekly, pardon me, monthly visit with the athletic director at Tulsa Public Schools. That is Brent Venables, look like Mick Wilson. How you doing, sir? Uh, good morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, not so bad. This is that time of year that sometimes you think, you know, we're kind of having to find things to talk about, but not because of you guys. You're really helping because high school basketball in the playoffs, my favorite time, this is an absolute Oh, yeah, I cannot imagine. You might as well throw a team in a washing machine. Surviving these playoffs is tough, and TPS shines pretty well here, don't they? Well, Rick, I tell you, we're really proud uh, of where we've uh, come out this last weekend. We, uh, For example, we're just talking uh, before we got on the air here. I was visiting with a couple of people, and 5A Boys East Bracket, the area, obviously has eight teams, and five of those are Tulsa Public. So we'll have uh, good shots to send uh, – three teams into the state tournament and probably possibly could have been more had we not been playing one another. One side of the bracket is all Tulsa public with Memorial East Central in Edison. So uh, really, really proud of where we've landed basketball wise. We still have nine teams playing, including two 5A girls teams with Booker T and Rogers. And then obviously in 4A boys, we still have uh, your alma mater, the Hell Rangers and uh, our McLean Titans. So uh, nine teams. Uh, we've been really busy traveling all over the place, but uh, what what a fun time and what a great chance for us to make a run of a few state championships. Yep, absolutely. And it's I just like seeing TPS with that kind of success. There's no doubt, and it is too bad, like you said, you kind of kind of eliminate yourselves against each other. What kind of things do you guys do when it gets to playoff time? We talked about it in football and security and things like that. In basketball, we've had really good crowds, and I know you guys take this really seriously. So what all changes when it actually comes to playoff? time or does anything well really uh, not a lot of changes uh, in fact uh OSSA called us late last week and asked us to host uh, the 6a boys and girls area over at east central high school again uh, we don't get to play at home now once you advance into the area so uh for us our teams are all on the road but uh we're excited about showing off our new gymnasium at uh at east central and again uh, we'll go ahead and follow our reg- regular protocol we have uh been in communication with OSSA. We want to make sure that our uh, our vision aligns with theirs as far as security and safety. So uh, we'll continue to do what we do. But uh, we, as we travel, and a lot of our teams play in different venues, we see some that are more secure than others. Yeah. But again, uh, I think everyone is trying to put their best foot forward and keep our kids safe and be able to uh, enjoy games as we move along. And it, it's just so busy. I mean, there's so many games. When you get to high school basketball in, in the area, try to get you know from the, the initial <laughs> round into the area's rounds, it's just so busy. I mean, are you literally 6 to 6, you know, or 6 to 10, that kind of thing? I mean, every day, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m.? Well, a lot, especially during uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You know, our staff here, we uh, we all pick games that we want to go to, and then off we off we go, and uh, it keeps us busy. Uh, I think there was one time last week I went to three different places. I was over in Vertigris, I was in Bristow, and uh, even stopped by Cleveland. So, Again, with the 4A and 5A folks being in different places, uh, it definitely keeps mm-hmm. us on the move. And uh, it's a little more consistent this year, not having you know, Booker T moving down from 6A to 5A, so we're able to see more people rather than feeling more spread out. So, again, uh, kudos to our coaches. They've really worked hard. Both boys and girls teams are continuing to play well. But uh, it's a small sacrifice for me to get out and, and be at different places when uh, our kids are having a lot of success, uh, for sure. Mick Wilson with us, Tulsa Public Schools Athletic Director. If you have a question, we have a few more minutes. You're welcome to get it to us on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. Bryce? Mick, as you said, a lot of TPS teams still alive uh, for, for championship aspirations. 
How important do you think that is in terms of the legacy of your teams? Just because a lot of people still look at uh, TPS basketball as kind of the flagship sport for, for Tulsa Public Schools. No question. I mean, uh, I think that's a, that's a great uh, observation, Bryce. Again, basketball has been over the history of, of this state. Tulsa Public has, has probably been as dominant, maybe the most dominant. And, of course, our, our legacy goes back to the Green Country Conference, which was – legendary back in the day and again now that we have basketball districts that that is no longer but you know you look at people like memorial schools like memorial and booker t washington and and uh those people have great legacies great traditions and so i think it aligns with a lot of the things that we're excited about and our communities uh, still hold dear to true to basketball and so uh we you know our coaches we still have really good coaches and we have great interest when we do have coaching openings come up we have a lot of quality people apply for those positions because i think they realize that there's a lot of good basketball played here. So it uh, it really does uh, leave a legacy for our kids and a lot of tradition. And, again, uh, you know, I don't care what year it is, whether it's, uh, you know, in a down year considered, any time that the Memorial boys show up, uh, they expect to win. And it's that way across the board in several of our schools. The McLean boys right now are as hot as anybody in the state and uh, on, a, on a quest with uh, former uh, Oklahoma State Cowboy Randy Rutherford leading the way. So, uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with as well. So we're excited about this opportunity. And uh, on our girls' side with Booker T and uh, Rogers playing really, really well, uh, I think we'll have a good shot at uh, making a serious run for 5A girls. So it's a great time and uh, couldn't be proud of our teams and our coaches. I understand that. Now we also have baseball beginning, wrestling. We've got the many other sports that you're kind of transitioning in and around. What else is happening? Well, the wrestling, I'm glad you brought that up, Rick, because we just probably had one of the best years in the history of our district. Uh, for sure, in the girls' side, we had two girls from McLean were both uh, wrestling Saturday evening for state championships. They both lost, but uh, both were state runner-ups. And the McLean girls, they're, as a team, finished seventh out of, out of the 45 schools that were in their division. So uh, good things going on there with, with, with those young ladies, being Aubrey Bolton and Harmony Callens uh, wrestled very, very well. Uh, both those girls have burst onto the national scene during summer, summer wrestling, so we're excited about the opportunities. They're both juniors, so uh, McLean girls will have a legitimate chance next year at a team state championship, and they'll have several qualifiers. Uh, we had uh, girls from Rogers, Booker T., uh, Nathan Hale, Will Rogers, and Edison all wrestling. And then on the boys' side, we had uh, one, one place fourth in Elijah Cherry from Edison, but again, we had Edison, Booker T., East Central, Webster, Will Rogers, and Hale all have boys that qualified. Uh, Rogers even had three uh, out of that group, and East Central had three as well. So, again, as we continue to push with our wrestling, excited about the opportunities for our kids to be able to participate uh, or win state championships and, and really, more importantly, maybe uh, have a chance to wrestle at the college level. So these kids have really worked hard, and we're proud of uh, what they've done this year. Last thing for you, I want to talk here with Mick, and it's something that really happened in college. We saw the court storming, and there's been a lot of talking about that lately after what happened to Filipowski. He's not hurt you know, badly. Neither was Caitlin Clark a few weeks ago, but it's become a thing. How do you guys handle that in high school? Well, the great thing about our venues, Rick, that we've, uh, as we've built great uh, gymnasiums and really have enjoyed it, is most of all our access to the gymnasium floors, there's actually no access. So uh, our bleachers are up and above. We have railings. So uh, you, you have to enter the court through a separate area. So uh, we were kind of ahead of the game. We always told our architects as we design our gymnasiums that uh, we want to make sure that there's no court access from, from the bleachers. And so we have that other than uh, at, uh, at McLean, or not at McLean with a new gym now, but at, at Hale, 
we do have still have floor access. I believe that's the only gym we have left and central where uh, you have to be real cognizant of people coming onto the mm-hmm. court. But at the other gymnasiums were in, were in good shape. But it's definitely something that you have to be uh, on your toes because kids can still jump over the rail and enter the court. But, again, uh, you know, we've uh, really tried to educate our administrators and athletic directors to stay on top of that. And, and I, I hope we don't see that trending to the high school and that become a problem because, uh, you know, we don't want to uh, get kids hurt when uh, it's unnecessary. If you were at a college, how would you handle it? Well, it's funny you bring that up. All, all the years I spent on the college level, that's actually something that we used to talk about was uh, being able to try to keep kids off the floor. And I, I'm not sure outside of having a, a large security force that uh, you can always do that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, that's that's to me is a nightmare because then now you've got to sort out. I hope you have good video because there's probably going to get kids that are going to get in trouble or uh, get some type of uh, sanction against them where they can attend games or whether they're prosecuted uh, by the law. But, again, I just think that's a complete nightmare. And I'm not sure right now that uh, – NCAA has has a solution to this because it it happens in football as you've seen Rick when they tear mm-hmm. the goalposts down. So I think there's going to be something they're definitely going to have to deal with, and uh, it probably won't be an easy solution. No, it never is. There's no doubt about that. But I know it's always busy for you. Oh, very last thing. I'm sorry, I'd forgotten to ask you this. I saw the word this morning that Kurt Hartzler is going to be re, uh, retiring over at Union. I've known him for a long, long time. And I know he's not a part of Tulsa Public Schools. He's at Union. Still, he's an administrator, and he's somebody I know you've you've been around and dealt with. Any thoughts on his retirement? Well, he's had a successful career. Obviously, had uh, had a son that was a very good basketball player. But uh, Kirk is uh, he uh, he's a first class guy, and uh, want to wish him well in his retirement. And uh, he always is uh, has a great affinity for for sports and athletics, and uh, yeah. want to thank all the contributions he's made to uh, not only to Union, but throughout Northeast Oklahoma. He's uh, been a good advocate for all student-athletes, and so we definitely want to wish him well in his retirement and uh, hope that uh, he uh, gets out on the golf course or in his boat and does some fishing. <laughs> yeah, I bet he does both those things. Uh, Mick, it's always good. Have a great month, and we'll talk to you again next month and see what's happening. Thank you, guys. I sure appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. You bet. Mick Wilson, he is the Athletic Director at Tulsa Public Schools here on the Blitz 1170.